0: So, we are back. <laughs> Welcome to the Yogi Cutters podcast again. And this time, I am almost forcing myself to do this podcast because I leave for vacations tonight and I haven't packed anything, but here I am. And the reason that I am here talking right now and excited about this is because I'm actually super excited and passionate about this subject. I've been sharing a couple of posts and some stories in the last week, actually, about financial freedom and i'm so freaking excited about this subject and the reason why is that i do believe and i've seen how this can actually change people's lives and if this were thought like if you had been taught this this um financial freedom or personal finances um when you were a child and then in elementary school and then and uh, high school and so on, it would be so ingrained in us to understand how we should be managing our finances and actually your country would be developing much more. Remember that I'm from Mexico, uh, so I'm like super passionate right now thinking like how this affects or impacts my country's economy at some point. So um, this this training I'm doing for you guys and for my audience, which is like all around the world, it's actually not in Mexico, but um, but I'm planning to do it like locally in Mexico at some point. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> I really hope this helps you and uh, has an impact in any feedback. I would love to hear so in my email, theocoder at gmail.com or in Instagram, you can find me there. Uh, but let's dive in. (laughs) So, I really first would like to start by describing or explaining what does financial freedom means to me or to this training that I'm trying to create. Financial freedom for me is what actually gives you mental freedom. And this is why. (laughs) So physically, we are all free, right? Like physically, you're not in jail or if you're not in jail, you're physically free to do whatever you want. You can uh, walk and you can move and you can take decisions and and, like physically your body is free. You're not chained to anything, right? But mentally, we actually don't, like we don't act as if we were free people. (laughs) Uh, We don't take bold decisions sometimes because we're scared of X or Y can happen. Uh, because we don't feel comfortable, because we are not confident enough, or many other psychological reasons, but sometimes, or or I would say, like, this would affect you, financial uh, issues would affect you, even if you're the most confident person or the most insecure person, it doesn't really matter about personality, finances affect every single person out there, and that's why I'm, like, paying so much attention now, so... The fact that you had, um, you might have a, a huge debt and maybe you don't have savings or investments might make you feel like you are a, bit, a little bit as, as a like, slave of your current job. Like, oh, maybe I hate my current job and I hate what I do, but I have nothing else. Like, I don't have another job. I don't have any savings. I don't have any other... Uh, source of income, or other investments, or anything that I could fall into, if I didn't have this monthly income that I have from my current job. So that's that's the 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 the, um, the um, thought I want to change, or the or the reality of so many people that I would love to change with this. So, I'm sorry, I'm not really being able to breathe. <laughs> because one, I'm excited. Two, I'm walking around because that helps me think much more. <laughs> and three, I feel a bit pressure on time. <laughs> sorry. But I'll try to breathe a little bit more. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, my, my point on financial freedom and what does that mean is actually that you're able to manage your income and your expenses in the best way. Um, Possible, and that allows you to be able to save and invest. I hate the word "save," but I'm going to explain further on on the next podcast why I don't like to use the word "save," and I want to like change that every time we say the word "save." I would, inter- I would like to interchange it for "invest." <laughs> so, if you are able to like register what's your income, register exactly which are your expenses, and align them to your priorities like maybe you're spending a lot of money in, um, I don't know, I'm gonna say random stuff like Netflix and Hulu and uh, cable and stuff and you actually never watch TV. That's just a quick simple example of like actually aligning your priorities with your expenses. So uh, financial freedom is actually just being able to control your expenses versus your income and be able to understand how much money like, could you be investing in either your knowledge or financial investments, buying stocks and other stuff that I'm going to explain later on, um, that will allow you, or another business even, like if you have a second business that you can start building and you're investing in it, so whenever you want, you can just focus on that or you can open up a third business or whatever. But the idea of having like taking from your current income a percentage of it so you're able to invest it in a smart way to something that is going to give you this freedom to take any decisions you want. So I'm going to give a quick example. I, uh, I I have myself as an example. I've worked since I'm 16 years old, and all my money, I'm a crazy person. I cannot put myself as an example because I'm extreme. I actually save everything. And since I can remember, I started saving, and... Uh, investing my money in funds wouldn't give me that high return but it was a good way of saving my money so I would not ask for permissions to go and travel I would travel around the world and I would just let my parents know that um, I had bought the tickets <laughs> and uh, since I had this autonomy and I used to like pass out pretty often doctors wouldn't allow me to travel my parents were scared and they wouldn't sponsor it either so I had to start like making my own money so I could pay for it myself and stop asking for permission. Um, And that just happened when I was 16 and it started to happen all along when I was growing up. So I never had to ask for permission for anything because I was able to take the decisions myself when I moved from one city to the other one, et cetera, et cetera. So that's what I mean with financial freedom. That's just a quick example of making bold decisions. Another one was like, there was one time I was a CMO of a small startup and e-commerce. And I had a great idea of a mobile app that I had a friend in New York who had like the support from NYU and they were gonna help us, blah, blah, blah. So I pitched the idea, they liked it. And suddenly I took the decision of quitting my my job at that point and just go and take a year to launch my app, which I launched. I tested, I built it, I launched it and I killed it. Um, but uh, I could afford it. I was like, I could just simply take that decision that made me so excited. I didn't have kids. I don't have either right now, but like, I didn't have kids. I didn't have a boyfriend or a husband or anything. I don't, I didn't, I I, I used to live alone. So I just took that decision and I quit my job and moved to New York for a while and, uh, and built my app and killed it as well. <laughs> Um, And I was able to support myself all that time because I've always been like really strict with myself that no matter how much or how little I earn, I have been always, always, always saving and investing at least 20, 25, 30% of my salary. And you won't believe me, and I'm not gonna disclose this information here, but one of my first jobs when I was already living alone, it would pay me so little that I couldn't even afford like to buy cereal. <laughs> Stupid stuff. I was so broke. <laughs> but my mother couldn't understand how I was so broke. But I was able to save pretty good money <laughs> like after a year or two. She's like, how do you do it? Like you couldn't afford this and that. I was like, yeah, there's a reason why I couldn't afford it. My priorities were on my freedom and then savings and being like able to move and do whatever I wanted and whatever. When I wanted it. So I would prefer to to save money and invest it than spending it in like nice clothes or a fancy grocery shopping list or like that basic things. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I remember that my periods were were uh, really messed up if you think about it back then. It was like pay rent, and the second one saving, the third one was food and groceries and stuff and they like then whatever else was needed, transportation, etc. But, but it's funny how my priorities were back then but yeah I was earning so little that I needed those kind of prioritizations to be able or to afford uh, saving and investing the way I wanted to do it because I always had priorities. My own mental and spiritual freedom. <laughs> so we live in this world. We all have to support ourselves. Everything costs money. Uh, moving, traveling, writing a book, uh, breathing, doing, practicing yoga with a teacher. That costs money. So every single thing in this world costs money. And you just have to be responsible enough to, to be able to per- pay for it and support whoever you need to support on the way in your life. So financial freedom is exactly that having enough savings and investments that gives you the freedom to take any kind of bold and exciting or whatever kind of decisions you want to take in life. Maybe it doesn't have to be bold. Maybe it's just like, you know what? I'm so tired in my soul. I really want to move to the beach to figure things out for like six months. And I'm going to be writing and, and making music or whatever I want to do. Maybe I'm doing nothing on reading, reading. Um, and I can afford it. So uh, I'll, I'll I'll quit my job, figure myself out, and, and I'm being responsible because I can afford it. I can afford uh, paying myself from my investments a little bit of money, enough that I can survive in this place for a while. So um, it doesn't have to be something exciting, it just has to be a responsible decision and that gives you the freedom, a responsible investment that gives you the freedom to take any decisions you want to take. Um, I read in the post, that, like in the last post or the previous post that I had in Instagram, and people, half of people would write great stuff oh. or have like different weird stuff. And some of them would write things like, I just want money or financial freedom for me means that I'm able to buy whatever I want in a fancy store without looking at the price down. Uh, I, I completely disagree, but that's just my perspective. That doesn't mean financial freedom. Financial freedom, if that's your priority, well, maybe, yeah. Like, every person has, has different priorities. So if your priority is to enter a Louis Vuitton uh, store and buy whatever you want without actually looking at the price tag, maybe maybe that's, that's what you have to act on. That's what you have to build, and that's what you have to work on before paying rent, you're buying your purse, or before buying a house, you're buying your, It's an object, um, or whatever fancy whatever you want, but it just has to be aligned with your priorities. And as long as you're like faithful or loyal, or what would be the word? As long as you're aligned with yourself, like this is not to please anyone, as long as you're aligned with what you want and you wish and your priorities in life, then everything's okay, nobody can judge you. And I cannot tell you what should be your priorities or not. But as long as as, as your actions are aligned to your priorities, everything's gonna flow perfectly. So yeah, financial freedom means you're able to take decisions, the decisions you want, whenever you want, because you've been responsible enough to save at least 20-25% of your money and invest it smartly. Okay. So this this goes around with the second like level or a subject that i wanted to talk which was not only what it means but that is yes, a financial freedom is available and affordable for everyone and you can start now some people would answer like yeah i'm waiting to get a better job so i can have a better income so i can start saving uh or some people were like um, I don't know, waiting for a bonus or different kinds of uh, situations, but it doesn't matter how much you earn, you can start, or you could have financial freedom from day one if you start like building your safety net. Um, so yeah, and I'm gonna start disclosing the whole, <laughs> the whole. Um, steps here. but The first step I've already disclosed is write down your priorities. That's a great activity. And um, because you actually start writing and you don't understand and you start like even discovering what your priorities really are. The second step is to align them to the actions you're taking. It's just like a wake up call or a checkup, feeling like, okay, am I actually doing anything for my health? I think I wrote health, um, health, freedom, education, or like education or continuous growth. I don't have it right now, but, <laughs> but I wrote some of those things about uh, oh, independence. And I started writing, realizing that yeah, I'm actually taking active actions in my current life to that are aligned to my priorities. That's great, <laughs> it means I'm doing it right. Uh, so it's a great like activity to do, uh, and and it helps you plan for the future. Also, your priorities can change. So if you need to set your priorities by a time, you can set them thinking, okay, my priorities for this year are this, this, and this, or my priorities for these next five years are this, this, and this. I think a year is more than enough, it's great, Uh, and it gives you a good, like, a good real perspective on where, you, where should you be focusing your attention and your energy. So I would recommend you to start with those two. Uh, no worries about this. I'm going to give like a full guide with like some tools and Excel sheets. So you can write all this down in my blog. Okay. But wait for it in a couple of weeks. Because I'm living on vacations. <laughs> so let me drink a little bit of... So um, that's the second step. Third step is teaching everybody how to live on a budget. Every time I mention this, people get actually offended. (laughs) Like, what? Like, depending on who I'm talking to, but some people might get offended because they feel or they've been taught that living on a budget means. You're poor, and then you are like short in money. So you have so little money that you have to live on a budget. Because if you had a better income, you wouldn't be, you, you wouldn't have to think about it. You would just spend it all. And that's a bullshit. <laughs> that's big bullshit. Um, the more you have, the more budget you should like build. <laughs> uh, it's crazy thing that people actually believe that living on a budget means that you are. Um, I don't know, you have lo- lo- low income, I don't want to use the word poor because that's too subjective, but um, that is crazy. So no matter how much you earn, no matter what age you have, we should teach every child out there to live on a budget. So I'm going to share a um, simple spreadsheet where you can have like kind of a guide where it tells you, okay, write down your expenses. And it says like housing, transportation, um, groceries, or eating, and um, whatever, uh, traveling. So it has different like segments, Uh, debt, if you have any kind of debt. Um, And you can just write down all your expenses and understand if you have others and keep writing others. And even having a budget for... For things like, oh, okay, I love gadgets, so I love gadgets, so I'm going to give myself a um, $100 a month budget for gadgets. So maybe two months I don't spend anything, but by the third month I already have $300 of budget that has accumulated, so I could buy something and it has 300 Like. Right? I would do something like that because I'm extremely cheap person, by the way, <laughs> to get to know me. And somebody like me actually has to live in a budget for the opposite um, reason that everybody would think. So I have to, or I have to learn on a budget, like to live on a budget, because my I used to do this. I used to get my income and pay the basics, which which was like rent, food, and transportation, I used to walk uh, or bike uh, to the office and so on. So I didn't have much transportation and some traveling, but that I wouldn't really put on a budget. I was just like, okay, rent, food, and that's it. And I wouldn't spend anything. Okay, I would pay gas and like water, like uh, the services, right, for, for leaving, that I just would enter in the rent or in the housing, spending. And uh, my phone and that's it but like I wouldn't pay like I wouldn't buy that's not pay I wouldn't buy anything I wouldn't allow myself to um I don't know buy clothing from Zara or um I don't know buy a new book or I would just like get it from like referrals and somebody would allow me loan new on book and stuff like that like I, I just would move every single thing from my account, my bank account, to the investments account. So I was like living like a poor person, actually having a really good income. And in like my day-to-day life, I, I didn't I was not enjoying that much. That's just my personality of like being an extremely cheap person, just by personality. I really don't enjoy spending money or or consuming. I don't like going shopping for clothes. I get really, really stressed and anxious. I don't like the stores and stuff. I really like buying online, so <laughs> in Mexico and Argentina and Chile and Colombia and all Spanish Latin countries, I love to buy on Linio. I don't know if you know page, but it's Linio. And I love that store to buy online, so. so that's great. But I had to develop, I had to start developing a budget for myself according to my priorities which was okay I like reading a lot great I have to have a budget every month for books okay I I, I'm subscribed to audible okay add it to your budget etc 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 so so I had to develop my own budget to be able to spend and enjoy (laughs) knowing that I am saving a lot still or that I'm investing a lot of my money still so, so I just want to make sure that everybody understands that everybody needs to live in a budget. It doesn't matter how much you earn, for good or bad. Um, it is a great, great activity or structure to have. So I'm going to share one in my blog post. Stay, stay posted. <laughs> um, so you can use it and let me know what what you think of it, or you can do your own and help. So once you build your budget, the first line is going to be, okay, all my expenses. What do I spend money on? This, 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 this. In the year, I have three vacations. I pay for it, blah, blah, blah. How much? So I would just structure everything per, even things that I would spend per year, I would put it like monthly spend. And the rest of money that was like, okay, these are my expenses. Then, what is my income? And I would include everything my income from my job salary, any bonus I get, uh, whatever comes in, I would write it down. And then you just rest. <laughs> then you just take out your income from your expenses, and the remaining, the excess you get, hopefully is above 20% of your salary. That's the line that I want to draw. I would totally and highly recommend, depending on your age, that you can invest at least 30% of your salary. If you're between 20 and 35 years old, I would recommend that it should be 30% of your salary. It should be 100% investment. If, if you can't right now because you, you like a better lifestyle or whatever, I would recommend you to do at least 20, okay? So 20% of your salary is great. In my experience, it's better to have 30 than So just put the line there. At least you should be investing 20% of your salary. Okay? So when you're remaining between taking out the the expenses from your income is 20% of your salary, that's going to be awesome. If not, you should like um, adjust a little bit here and there to get to 20%. And now (laughs) the fourth step (laughs) Um where was it? I was in a budget. Great. And the third step is the budget. The fourth step would be why I am changing the word saving money from, from saving to investing. So <laughs> the explanation here is fast and easy. Everybody thinks that your money is completely saved. you have it. We say in Mexico something like under the mattress. I don't know if that's an expression in any other country, but it's like you save your cash money under the mattress uh, to keep it safe. Um, but no, well, nowadays we save it in the, in the bank, right? But banks do not give you any return. And the worst part is that when you're saving 20%, imagine you earn 100 bucks and you're saving 20 bucks. And those 20 bucks, you're putting them in the bank or under your mattress. <laughs> so those 20 bucks are not being spent and are not being used by the economy of the world and of your country. So when they're not being used, they're not they're not creating jobs. They're not building new things. They're not creating any value up there. So it's not giving you any value and it's not giving the world any value. It's just being saved on the rock there or in the bank, which is the same. So the country... Okay, you, you, you have 20 bucks away, so it's not circulating in the country. So the country has less money, but it's actually circulating and creating value. So they have to print more bills. And since the country has to print more bills, your 20 bucks that were hidden or saved in the bank, they are worth a bit less. Because the more money they have to print, the less it is. Which um, currency is worth? So, uh, so that that's the difference between saving your money and investing your money. So, if you take those twenty bucks you got, twenty percent of your salary, and put them in a company, I'm going to give a random example. I, I buy Facebook stock. You are giving money almost to Facebook. <laughs> And that is gonna—it's—it's it's allowing Facebook to build this great service that it's um, helping for saving children for uh, from uh, what was prostitution around the world, which that's true. They actually have a big problem for that. But you're creating value, right? And the best part is that you're creating value for the world, or the company, or the or the community, or the. Um, city and country and you're creating value for yourself because that those 20 bucks in a year are going to be worth 22 or 23 or whatever so that's the amazing stuff actually facebook is growing so much that it's going to be worth 30 but but that's not the point here my point is to explain clearly and i don't know if i have explained myself a little bit um Uh, easy or not, but it's explain clearly why you should never ever ever have money stuck in the bank or under your mattress or under a rock hidden from the world. You should make money work for you. And of course, if you invested in this, this company, there is a risk Facebook can go broke or this other company can go broke or whatever, but that's where you learn a little bit more about finances and start to uh separate i forgot the word i remember that i ha- remember that i have this uh, brain problem and i'm not editing this podcast so i tend to forget words but yeah i got it <laughs> diversify so that's when you learn to diversify your investments so the first stock you buy is Facebook, with maybe but the second the second month you get another 20 bucks and you buy Um, another stock micron or about energy or whatever else that's just a quick example of saying how you would diversify your investment and then you would diversify your risk so if one company goes uh, down you have others that can grow faster okay so that's the best way to make your money work actually make your money give you Money and uh, improve the economy of the place you live in. So, fourth point we said difference between investing and saving, and what you should never save, you should only invest. Okay, and the fifth step. I'm sure I'm getting it wrong though. So. Yeah, I was talking about risk and everything. So uh, when you're beginning to invest, you should do this diversification. But uh, but then you should ask and, and see, and I'm going to teach you a little bit on that and how to make your own profile or understand your own profile of how, how much risk or less risk you can and would like to take in terms of investment. A friend of mine told me once, and I hope he's listening to this, but he told me once, Let me put it in my mind first. It's like the amount of risk you take in investments should be indirectly proportional, inversively, sorry, inversively proportional, proportional to your age. I don't know if that made sense for you, but it means that the younger you are, the more risk you should take. And the older you are, the less risk you should take in terms of investments, because the older you are, the more you need to just use the money instead of producing, and the younger you are, you're gonna be producing money for longer as long as you have health. And this takes me to my biggest conclusion. Every friend that has asked me about this, and I've all like about what to invest in and how to invest, I go down to the basics. And my biggest recommendation that you can take from this is I always say three things. The first and foremost important thing you should be investing in, is your health. Your body, physical health. So eat properly, work out, take psychological therapy, um, meditate, um, I don't know, like everything that is healthy. Really focus on that. That's your first investment. And I'm going to tell you why. And get off stress. Don't allow stress to stress you. You can get stress from work, but don't allow it to get to you. So invest in your health, because if you invest in you're a billionaire and you have everything, but you get sick, there's some sickness that money cannot cure. So. The first and foremost important thing to invest in is in your health. Mental, physical, and every kind of health of your body. This is the only body and mind you've got to live this life. So just treat it well and as your priority. You cannot love your kids and your wife if you're not alive. You cannot love um, your friends and support your parents if you're not alive. So the first and foremost important thing is to invest in your health. The second one, and this applies much more to all the young people out there <laughs> and the people who wants to keep learning. I don't want to put aside the like not so young people out here because everybody keeps growing and building great stuff no matter how young or old people are. That it's gonna be invest in your knowledge, invest in your brain in terms of knowledge keep freaking learning all the time. Because you might got a great career, you might got a great job, you might get like whatever you have right now, but if you don't keep investing in that brain of yours, in that knowledge, in that uh, experience in something else, you will be useless before you can imagine. So invest in your knowledge as soon as possible. That means subscribe to trainings, read enough books, ask people, get a coach. Invest in your knowledge. Get the trainings you have to uh, take because that's the only thing that's going to make you and your brain be worth more with time. So it's it's, it's there's a much you can actually take from your current salary and invest. And if you actually take... Take some money and invest in your brain. Your brain is going to be able to produce much more money in the future if you're able to invest in it. So keep freaking learning. It's not a luxury. It's not a decision you can take. It's not optional. That's what I say. It's never optional. It's a must. You have to... Keep learning, growing, taking courses. Even if, if, if it doesn't have anything to do with your current career, it can be something like, okay, I'm a business person, but I like photography. And then just take a course of photography. You don't know if you're going to create a business out of it and it's going to go great and stuff. Or it's just going to enhance your creativity and it's going to help you in your business decisions every day. So there's a really good book from, it's uh, Big Magic from Elizabeth Gilbert. So you should read it. Uh, that's just, like, focusing creativity, but, um, but yeah, my advice. Second, but really, really important, almost as much as health, is you should be investing in learning and growing and learning more, okay? And the third one, and, yeah, the third one, and it should be just a must, but it isn't a consequence, you should always be investing in companies, of like financially smart way. Funds, debt, companies, stock market and stuff. Never save money. Invest your money in the market. That would be my advice in a market or in a business. I'm not telling everybody just because I work in a fintech company, everybody should go and invest there and buy stocks from the world, from my platform. No, no, no. I'm saying you can actually be investing in your local in your local. Uh, business that a friend of yours is launching a coffee shop or something and you trust him that it's gonna be great and you want to invest something so just make your money work for you that's what I mean and nowadays with all the possibilities and platforms around the world no matter where you are I'm sure there's gonna be a platform that is gonna allow you to invest even even those $200 uh, that I mentioned or those $20 that I mentioned Um, so you don't have to have a lot of money to be able to participate in finance and business and invest your money. So that would be the third one. And I really hope this helps you. <laughs> I'm sure uh, the full on um, step-by-step blog post plus the tools that I'm gonna share are gonna help you much more. But I would love to hear your stories and I'm gonna keep sharing through this month um, but I really wanted to record this podcast before I leave for vacations which I'm so excited I'm going to be showing off after I leave which place um places that we're going to and I hope to see you guys soon I'm actually dreaming a little bit of creating um like physical trainings uh with some people to to, to talk about financial freedom but we'll see. If not, I'll create a full online course online and, and see see how I can just deliver it to everyone. Hope to see you around. And thank you so much for listening to my longest podcast ever. <laughs> see you. Bye.